It is 10.35. And over the weekend, I don't know how I missed this. Well, the main reason is I just don't generally look at the op-ed pages of the Time Standard. Mm-hmm. I know I should, but I generally don't. That could change in the future. Larry, here in the building, he sent me a link to this, and I was surprised. I was surprised. Now, the, the headline here is Appropriating Inappropriateness Appropriately, and it's written by Sheree O'Shaughnessy. And, Sheree? Good morning. Good morning. And the reason I was surprised mm-hmm. is, well, it's important to discuss the fact that you and I are, I would say, close personal friends. Yes. It's important that that's understood, just to provide some context here. And this has to do with the eyeball, and you recently co-hosted it, and there was some sort of problem. And you had contacted me not that long ago, not to divulge a personal conversation, but I don't okay. think you'll really care about that. Nope, that's right. And my advice... Not that anyone has to, to heed this advice, was if you stop talking about it, it'll go away. Right. Do you, you remember that? Right. right. And I'm not surprised that you didn't take this advice. But, well, it's not that I didn't, but, but others I, but didn't of. stop talking about it. But, uh, all right. So to provide some context here, what is this all about? Uh, so the, the eyeball happened. I did not go. But you were there, and... I heard about this through, I would say, Facebook noise, uh-huh. as I call it. That's so, exactly right. And so, what what is going on here? It's Explain not. It's really okay. It's not that big of a deal. Let me let me put this. Uh, let me let, let me just let me just lay this out for you. So, what happened was a mutual friend of ours, a good friend of many in the, this community of entertainers, if you will, asked me to help him co-host the Eyeball. That's Terrence. Um. Oh, are we? Okay. Okay. So it's not going to take long for people to realize who we're talking about. Sure. I just okay. So this friend of ours, um, he asked me to co-host with him, and um, I asked him if he had approved with this with uh, the powers that be, and he assured me that he had that it was fine because everybody loves you. This is going to be great. So the day of the eyeball. He and I got together and wrote a bit of a script, which actually turned into kind of a roast. Now, I didn't know what the eyeball was about. This is a last-minute thing. And for the record, it hadn't been approved by anybody um, at that was in, in charge of the eyeball or the arcade eye. So I show up. They have no idea what I'm doing there. And I get on stage, and I host this thing like I would typically host a comedy show, which is, um, you know, cuss words and crass humor and uh, engaging people in the audience and... As it turns out, there was really only a small handful of people that didn't appreciate my humor because for the feedback that I'm getting now is that it was very enjoyable and I was, um, I don't know about enchanting, but certainly entertaining. I I can see that. And um, (laughs) so anyways, but the... um, the people in charge of the Arcade Eye were not impressed, and they. I think if, if you're a business owner and you get any kind of negative feedback, you're going to take that into consideration. And so I went from being cocky to being apologetic that I had offended anyone, you know. And so I apologized. I, you know, I made this small apology but, on Facebook. What happened? What What happened? Um... You know, it, I don't. I don't know that it was so bad, but there were people there that there are people there that wouldn't have necessarily gone to my comedy show because of the way that I am. You know, it just is. They don't want to hear profanity. They don't want to hear me. How profane were you? Um, it wasn't horrible, but it was more than I think they were say? expecting to see. Uh, I don't know. What about actually cursing? But what did you say? The f word? 
Yeah, I'm sure he said the F word. You know, I don't know because it just is, at this point, it's a second language, you know. I'm sure he said the F word. Um, I par- I made, I'm sure I made some some oral sex jokes. Those are kind of my favorite. I just throw them out there. I did, was doing an auction. I was auctioning off these packages to benefit the Arcata Ridge Trail. And I was doing it in such a way that some people thought it was hilarious. And that's apparently all I saw. But there were a few in the back. And there was uh, one child there that I saw running around. I don't know who's seven or eight. And so that handful of people were super offended. And they brought their issues to the Arcata Eye. And they complained. And I I felt terrible because I see I was I was led to believe that I, I was allowed to be as crass as I wanted to be to be offensive to be you know funny in in the context in in in, in my definition of funny so but that was not the case this was an all ages event um, they had no idea I was going to be helping out with this so I hadn't had a conversation with people in charge so they could have been like hey mind your p's and q's because by the way I'm capable of doing this I MC a lot of charity events I know that. Yeah, and I'm, I'm very. You've seen me do it. Yes, you've seen me do another charity event, and I'm and I can be super diplomatic and politically correct and PG and what have you. But I was led to believe that they wanted, you know, R-rated charade. So it was a whole miscommunication thing that I felt terrible about. So what I did was I, I I wrote a little apology on Facebook that a lot of people saw, and that went over well. And then, but uh, with the people that were offended, and I ended up patching that up. But then there were people who were upset that. Um, they said that I was a sellout and a hack because I was going to censor myself. And what? Who, who, so, who says that kind of stuff? People that suck. Okay. People that suck so a lot. You ignore those suckers. Well, but you know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is so my my next response was, look, the whole article is about me. Um, recognizing and identifying the different kinds of shows that I do. It is okay for me to be offensive and hilarious and borderline inappropriate at a comedy show. However, in an event like this, had I known what the you know the audience was going to consist of, I would have been more careful about that. Because had I brought my daughter to that, I probably wouldn't have appreciated it. You know, but I was not aware. I didn't do this intentionally. I was not aware of the kind of event that it was. So the article is basically about me addressing. Um, what had happened that night and and you know trying to make public my my ability to discern between the different kinds of events and and that i'm not just completely socially inept or um so rude that i'm ignoring that but more that i was misinformed and that from here on out i will be careful about entertaining appropriately you know given the venue given the genre of human there given the type of event the genre of human the genre of human uh, again, uh, since uh, I, uh, I know you fairly well, I would say that's that's a fair statement. I, I, I don't think that you're uh, a vulgarian or anything on, on that scale. Or no, certainly so, not. So, so therefore, I, mean, I, I just can't imagine what happened that night. It really wasn't that bad. I can say that. that no, but the thing is, there are people there that. So by the would, way, and if I could just say. When I'm uh, here on the radio, periodically someone will get upset, and then I try to gauge the the severity of that. And it's okay. Is this a major problem? And uh, I, I'm, 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 I don't well, really, I'm fairly good at that, but I generally I, I can understand what, what's happening out there in the world on a scale of one to ten. And the uh, those that were offended were they mad at you or were they just sort of? I don't like, know. Hey, it was the one appropriate. Well, I don't know. And, and you know, I, I'm getting information from all different sources, and um, the person that was offended most, and not offended, but I think worried about his business and, and, and the the whole point of the benefit was the Ridge Trail. He was catching a lot of who's, grief. Who's Kevin Hoover. Kevin, right. And so I felt bad about that. I felt bad about putting him in a position, inadvertently putting him in a position where he had to defend his publication and defend this event. You know, so really, like, neither of us had information. We were, there was a middleman, and he and I were off in these, you know, separate planets. And so... Um, I don't think it was that bad, but I think 
it was the I think it was the appropriate and professional thing to do to apologize. And really, the apologies I apologized once on Facebook, and I wrote the article. I'm not like sending out flowers and kittens and things, Good. you know. I am. I kittens. think it was the the right, right amount of uh, humble and humble apology, and I, and and that's where it ends. The fact that the article was. Um, had the most hits over the weekend, I think, is just a result of social media. I'm, I'm pretty public, people know. And I think, really, the actual event wasn't the big deal. It was the aftermath. It was the social media and the people that were talking about it and things like that. That's what actually, that's why it was blown out of proportion, not the actual event itself. And you do say here, Charity events have proven to be my kryptonite. I don't think that's true. Well, why did you write that? Turns out I have difficulty turning off the filth. I do. I absolutely By do. Way, I'm not trying to make this worse for you, but I don't think that's true. Well, you're not cursing right now, and please don't. But I don't think you've trolled turning off Well, now off I feel like I have to prove you wrong. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> Here it's serious. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, no, I, I, you know, I, I catch myself doing it constantly, um, just you know saying things that i shouldn't and just my mind a lot of times will just go to that inappropriate place where i'm like well this is an excellent opportunity for a blowjob joke and i have to refrain you know so um it isn't major difficulty but you know then again when i was in the mindset and i'd written the script and i was going to go up there and just be silly and crass and um that's that's where my head was i was in that space and that's what manifested whereas i should have been um probably not at all inebriated and a lot less comfortable up there and more just uniform and um, all age appropriate. So, but at this point, uh, again, this information is about a week old, so that's why I was a little surprised that it came around again. Over well, let the me tell you and, and why. I'm, and I'm clearly trying to drag it down the road even further. Sure. Which, which, again, as someone who uh, cares about you, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I should do well, that. Well, let me explain and, where the article came from. Okay. I, um, it actually was coincidental because uh, there's apparently this other um, thing in your inbox on Facebook. I was not aware. P- people that want to send you messages, if you're not friends, it goes to the other inbox or something. So Kevin Hoover and I just started a private dialogue where I was, we were just kind of like piecing together what had actually happened. And I, it was this whole new world of messages I hadn't seen. And the actual Mark Vallis, I think that's how you say his name, from Time Standard, right. awesome dude. He had sent me a message back in January. He caught one of my comedy shows, really liked it, and asked me to write an article. And so um, it just happened to be the same day this is all happening and I thought what am I going to write about because really he just kind of said the world is your oyster to write about whatever and so people are unaware of who I am or what I'm doing and suddenly there's this girl that caused this ruckus in Arcata that's what they're hearing about and I just it was an opportunity to kind of introduce myself and also to you know just say this is this is why that kind of happened that night not only was there um a mix of, of, of information and, you know, there wasn't enough dialogue between me and the powers that be. And also, this is why I am the way that I am. I've, I've done comedy since I was 16 and it just kind of, it was in that headspace, you know. And so. so where are things now? Are things Things okay are fine. With- yeah, no, we're, everything's, are pa- everything's patched up. I've made my apologies. Um, Arcata and I, we're all solid. Kevin Hoover and I, he's, we're buddies now. Buddies, um, no he's worries. actually invited me back next year to MC the exciting. eyeball. Yeah. So things are good. I mean, I'm not, I'm not um, a total jerk. I, I can admit when I'm wrong. Whether, whether or not I was completely responsible, I still was the voice. It still was me. And I do need to assume responsibility for that and address it. And, you know, it's a learning experience. And I can get better and better at this. And. And I and I hope to. Okay. Minor point. And I, I, you refer to yourself in the third person in the in the op-ed. I, I, Do you hate that? Does that bother you? It, it makes me a little uncomfortable. Really? 
A little bit. Why? Tell me why. When I uh, go on the air, and by the way, periodically I've made the mistake of referring to myself as John Matthews, but that's, well, I mean, I say it every day, I'm John Matthews, but I don't say, well, John Matthews would say, I mean, so the line I'm talking about, uh, I performed a typical charade stand-up routine. Well, I realize that you are a brand. Right. I, I understand that. Yeah, we have a comedy troupe, and, and everybody kind of knows my yeah my brand of humor. Some of the comedians in the Badumsha troupe, they're storytellers, or some are one-liners, and um, everybody's got their own little signature style of, of saying horrendous things. And and in the, in the way that I was that night was like I would have been at a Badumsha show, and not how I should have been at a charity event. So that's what I mean by that. I, I know that. I know that. I'm just saying, but refrain yourself in the third person. I will refrain. But you can do whatever you want. You should be who you are. <laughs> if that is comfortable, and that's fine. That's fine. And uh, you Thank are. You, John. It's fine. <laughs> and you, you, you close out uh, assuring people that you're intelligent, versatile. Your personality, and you can and will differentiate. Uh, I love what I'm doing in Humboldt County. I love, and I've been given the opportunity to entertain you. I said thank you. I vow to get better. And better at doing it. At doing it. See? Uh-huh. And when is your next event? And what, what is happening in the world of Badumcha comedy? We are, we are booked solid through, I think, June. We have one to two shows a week, typically. Um, we have a once-a-month show every third Thursday of the month at the Pearl Lounge. We always open our... We host our uh, open mics, Jambalaya, every second Tuesday. Other than that, we're, we just had a show at the Ritz that just opened. We have Eureka Inn shows, Arcata uh, Theater Lounge shows. We'll be at the Silver Lining. Our next show... I'm sorry, is Thursday, this Thursday at 9 o'clock at the Pearl Lounge. Um, and then on Friday, we'll be at the Silver Lining at the um, McKinleyville Arcata Airport. Is it Arcata, Eureka? What do they call it? It's in McKinleyville. But right. The, yeah, I think you're right. We'll you be in the Arcata Silver Arcata Lining. Airport. And then um, if you want to see what we're doing, check us out. We're on Facebook, Facebook slash Badumsha, no periods, no dashes. We have a website, ba-dum-chh.com. We didn't think that through. Um, you can find out. We're all over the place. You plug us um, nicely on the radio. I do. Frequently, and I, I appreciate can, that, John. You're welcome. Yeah. So, yeah, just just stay posted, and now you can come catch um, the foul mouth wonder in all her glory. Oh, I did it again. <laughs> Third person myself. <laughs> but, Sorry, again, I, 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 I don't think that you're foul mouthed. No. When, when, well, when you, when you, when you, do, you, do you curse a lot? I'm not even sure I, I recognize that anymore, but when, when we're having a normal conversation, much like right now, you don't seem to curse too much. Do um, you, do you? Uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm I just so conditioned to you uh, hurling uh, expletives at me. I don't even pay attention. Yeah, anymore. no, I think that it's gotten to a level of abuse where you just don't even. It just sounds like yeah. But so when you're on stage, there's there's some cursing. But I, I don't. No, recall. but it isn't just cursing. It's you know, it's also you know euphemisms for penis and things of that nature. You know, and um, like this morning. I uh, I have I have a cat and a rabbit and they are just like consuming my life with fecal matter and urine and I just in this morning I said you know something about the effing cat and my daughter overheard me and she was completely offended and I'm like this is what I'm talking about I could just say the cat but instead I said the effing cat so how old is your daughter she's six oh you shouldn't curse around your daughter well I know she was in the other room and that's what I see this is this is what I'm talking about do I have to go back to the time standard and apologize for this no no it's fine <laughs> you can again find Sheree online and can you hang out for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Is that doable? Okay, find her online through Badumcha. What is it again? Just one more time. B-A-D-U-M-C-H-H.com. Facebook is so much easier. So it's just Facebook backslash Badumcha. And she is a serious Facebook person. So yeah, I'm will, on there. You will find a lot of things to read.